Slice Audio. Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ. Vikings! Your Minnesota Vikings. Skull, baby! Skull! We are Gucci whenever. Got my white chocolate mocha. Mm. White chocolate mocha! Because I'm just so happy because we're 8 and 1. 8 and 1. How does this happen? I don't know, man. That was that was the craziest game I've ever seen. The game of the year in my life. It did not start right. You know, but at the same time I was kind of like, all right, here we go. But it kind of did start right. Yeah. In the fact that we drove down and made it scored. We scored like, first. Right, we did here score we go. first. We stopped them. It yep. was their ball first. We stopped them, right? Mhm. And then and, and then we was like I'm like, wow. Then we put points up, and I'm like, yeah, we went wow. right down the field with Justin. Too. And then we almost stopped him on that second drive. Mm-hmm. But then Josh Allen got all Josh Allen about yeah, it. Yeah, that's what then, he, he did it multiple times yesterday. He yeah. obviously looks healthy. He's fine. So I don't know what their whole goal was to like not let I, us know if he's he going to play or not. I mean, maybe when we bring Matt on here in a few minutes, you know, he can kind of he could test us too. I don't think he looked right. And, and I haven't watched a ton of Bill's games. Through like three hundred over three hundred yards. If your right. elbow is but I mean hurting, yeah, he can I mean? still throw. You can muscle down and get through it. Mm-hmm. Is your accuracy going to be there? Are you going to be able to like you know make a weird throw? You snap your arm just right, and oh crap, it sailed because in the middle of your snap, you're like, ow, yeah, you know, <laughs> and, and, and so. But what a game! Game I mean, of the year, seriously. Game of the year. What a game. And there's a lot to talk about. So we're going to do there's two episodes so this week. We are going to do two. But first of all, I just before we get into the actual game and the events of the game, I we <laughs> I don't understand because we just continue to not get the respect that we deserve. We're an 8 and 1 team. We're yeah. literally the second best team based on record in yeah. the league. Yeah. And after our win yesterday and how we won when everything was stacked against us, which again we'll talk about specifically. Yeah. yeah. We opened the lines for the Cowboys to be a two-point favorite next week, which again we'll talk about later on. Yeah, but we're, we're the Cowboys are two-point favorites while we're at home, yeah. and they just lost to the Packers, who were on a five-game losing streak. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. I don't know. All right, so let's talk about the game. All right, well, game I, of the year, and I almost had like seven heart attacks while watching. It was it was such a game, right? Because. Honestly, we let's take ourselves back to the beginning of the year. We're mm-hmm. looking at the schedule. Mm-hmm. We both were like, well, there's – without being like – to make it quick, there's an L. Yeah, we and should, we're we should lose that game. Going we're to probably going to lose that. I figured we'd be 8-1 and one right now, but the one Would was be the to Bills. Buffalo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not the Eagles. Not the Eagles. I thought yeah. we could have stuck with them. Whatever. I was wrong. We're still 8-1. and one. Here's my thing. Is In short, we'll, and we'll get way deeper into it. Dude, we just went and played, in my mind, who I pick to be the best team in the NFL. I feel like the Bills are the most well-rounded, deepest team in the NFL, meaning the coaching staff, uh, to the quarterback, to the offense, to the defense. You know, they got some injuries on defense. I know that. In the secondary. Which yep. I felt like, even yeah. though they had next man up mentality, they played pretty well. They played really I mean, well. We gave up large. And but. so, mo- more my point. That is the I feel like the best rounded team in the NFL. Not nothing against. There's other teams that are just as good. I'm not saying yeah. like they're far Chiefs, and beyond. Dolphins I, are playing really but well. But I'm right like, now. Uh, there's a team I I would pick to win most 
always, even after we just beat them, they're still a really good team. You can't yeah. rule them out ever. No. And somehow we went in there and did it. And won. After, hold on, hold on, hold on. After being down by 17 towards yeah. the end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter, that 81-yard touchdown from Dalvin Cook completely switched yep. the entire momentum. They had us dominated. Yeah. And then I was sitting there texting you, and you're you're like, you know what? Don't be negative. You know. Yeah. And I was, you know, I was, yeah, it was negative know, Nancy. You, you over were here. right, but what I was getting frustrated about with how good our team is. I mean, we still haven't played. We still haven't played our I don't best think football so either. We nowhere near our no. best football. No. And you know, like. Yeah, I'm okay if we go into Buffalo and losing, but yeah. I, my issue was the way that we lost to Philadelphia in Philadelphia yeah. no. got dominated. This is what I was thinking, like what, how we were losing that game to start. It's like, okay, so we can't beat really good teams, and when we do play good teams, we just get completely dominated. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm okay losing towards the end of the game on like a last minute game yeah. drive or something yep, like yep. that against a good team. Fine. You know what I mean? But like going into another in a hostile environment, which it, Buffalo is definitely one of the toughest places to play. Yeah. 100%. And, you know, and then us being down that much going, I was just like, oh, all right, cool. Awesome. Everybody's yeah. going to, all the respect that we felt like we deserved, yeah. we're proving everybody right right now because yep. we're not doing it. And then that 81 yard touchdown by Dalvin yeah. Cook. Yeah. And then our defense stepped up. Yeah, they didn't score in the second half. It was tw- what, what, right? They didn't score at all. Well, besides that, g- the game tying field goal. Yeah, I believe to go into so. overtime. I believe so. Because it was twenty seven to ten in the half, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I believe so. So, because it could have been, there was a couple times they could have went up by like, like twenty one to ten, and then you know what I mean. Like there was a couple touchdowns that we yeah. stopped, which was cool. But either way. We came back. That changed the whole momentum of the game. Kirk stayed calm, cool, and collected. He threw two picks. But I'm saying, like, Kirk made some throws that I was just like, dude, this is – this. he is – why isn't he being talked about either? It's yeah. like he is doing the things necessary. Yeah, you throw two picks, but, you know, he's being more aggressive down yeah. the field than he ever was in the past, you know what I mean, with Zimmer. Um, and because you throw the ball downfield more, you're going to get picked. It just happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like – I just I'm proud of Kirk. I'm proud of this team. It's resiliency. Are we a team of destiny? There was no way we should have won that game yesterday. Man, I don't yeah, it's wild, dude. I, it's so, there's so many things because it's like, you know, we uh, how it was going and we were down by 14 and then it ended up being down by 17. I was like, that's kind of how I thought this game would go. Yeah. You know, to be honest, and I'm like, yeah, th- yeah, you know, we're losing. Yep, I get it. The Buffalo Bills are a better team. I, I, I totally get that. Yep. Um, but no. No, we made it happen. It was like, no, that's not how it's gonna work out. And then the refs, I mean, they didn't like they didn't, they didn't like put a block out like they did the last game. Yeah. You know what I mean? They didn't yeah. lay out for a good block like they did the last <laughs> game. However, there was a lot of questionable calls. I mean, like there's a ton uh, of them. There was a lot of PA uh I thought like pass interference calls missed. In the end zone. In the end zone against T-Hawk and Justin. A few, like, grabbing Jersey yeah. and, like, holding it. Holding them down. The, the other thing that was crazy is we got a pass interference on us, on Hawk, the play before he got it, or should have had a pass interference, and, and, and he got it on him. And, and I think that was a good call. I think he did. The ball was thrown. The defender gets just as much right to the ball as the offense guy does. Yep. And it really should have been a pick, but he... Caused a PI, which honestly was sneaky, really good call. 
right? Because that guy was going to intercept the ball. Well, <laughs> you and, know, you know, like twelve men on the field in that fourth, yeah, in that fourth and goal situation. Yeah, follow us on social media. I put that picture on there. If you don't know what we're talking about, somebody took a picture and counted them all out. It's kind of actually hard to see all twelve. I just don't understand. Like these are calls that you shouldn't be missing, and not even talking about like the Gabe Davis catch that shouldn't have been a catch. Now give it to the Bills to get on the line, but that. It Since it's inside quick. the two minutes, it has to come from, from New York. the booth or New York. Well, and they know they were watching that play. Yeah, and they could have just said, hold on, we're looking at this. Yep. Never mind. They never going. even call it. They, nothing. Never, they just never stopped the play. From New York. New York's like, sorry, we're, we just ordered McDonald's or something. I don't know what the yeah. hell they had going on, you know? But it's like, yeah. So they missed all that. And then, yeah, you've, it, there's a bunch of different little calls like that. The biggest one was the 12 men and the Gabe Davis non-catch catch. Yep. But, I mean, you know, obviously everybody's going to be talking about Justin Jefferson's catch. On 4th and 18. 4th and 18. That with the game on the line. That game would have been over had he not somehow came down with that ball. I was just watching a video of them analyzing it. And in reality, that defender, I can't think of his name, went for the pick. Mm-hmm. And that's what really kind of helped it because he like went for the pick. JJ's arm was in there like a defender's would be. Yep. And and they brought it down to the ground. That defender was the one that helped guide it down to the ground and not yeah. lose it. And, and then JJ, once it got to the ground, he's it. like, not mine. And he took it somehow, that grip strength, not allowing that ball to touch the ground yep. and him rolling it into a body. How do you even do that? I don't even as know. As you're falling on your back? He's the GOAT. I wouldn't have been able to get up. He's going to go down as the greatest receiver of all time. I would have had to climb up on a ladder to get <laughs> that high. And then if I would have jumped like that onto my back, I may still be laying there. <laughs> you know? Like, you're that's right. a real thing. I was just, okay, so, like, my girlfriend, she's from Serbia. Oh, oh Matt, Matt's calling. Mathachu? Let me check. Matt Onahe? <laughs> Matt Onahe. Matthew Onahay. Is this Matthew Mike Onahay? <laughs> it, it is. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my man. What's what up, up, dude? We were just recapping the, na- the game. We went over some of the questionable calls a little bit. We were talking about the amazing catch from Jefferson. And, uh, and, and the floor is yours, sir. What did you think of it? Well, like yesterday or yesterday, like last week I said, uh, you know, that was the best win. This is by far the best win and maybe the best regular season win i've ever seen oh yeah the, the, um, the chances of us winning that game were was so unreal like they kept flip-flopping you yeah. know what i mean like so we had a 75 percent chance at fourth and goal when kirk doesn't get when he gets stuff our that chance goes down to one percent to win to win then the very next game or very next play that's when josh fumbles the exchange from the center we get the touchdown. Our percentage goes back up to 75% chance yeah. to win the game. And then, of course, Buffalo gets the ball with 40 seconds left, goes and ties it. And I'm just like, and I never went through so many heart attacks yesterday yeah. watching that game. Dude, it was yeah. wild, man. I mean, like, I, when we drove down the field in that overtime, and, like, I was just like, win the game, Kirk. I'm tired of this. Just win the game. And then we end up having to kick a field goal. I'm just like, oh, my God. Why can't, we just make the, why can't we just make this? Why, why do we have to make it this hard on ourselves? Uh, and then luckily, man, our, our defense stepped. It didn't look like because Josh Allen was doing Josh Allen things. 36-yard run, 30, you know, I don't know oh, how yeah. long it was, but it was a long run. And then he's dragging Eric Kendricks another yep. seven yards. I'm just like, what is going on? And then, of course, yeah. it, Patrick yeah. Peterson, the timeless, ageless wonder, PP, making it happen. 
getting that clinching interception in overtime. Man, what a game. I'm just so – I'm still living on that high. And we're still not getting any respect, Matt. We're still not even be talked about. We're like the least talk about football team that's been 8-1 and one in the history of the NFL. Why? Why do people not like us? I don't understand. <laughs> Dude, it, it blows my mind. It does. But, I mean, I was watching Good Morning Football this morning, and they were, they were actually talking about us quite a bit. And they said that, you know, this is the statement game that everybody just needed to see. And yeah. – yeah, I'm surprised. Well, the yeah, announcer himself, too, about. like one of the commentators was like, <laughs> I, I'm tired. Of, he, well, he didn't say that. This is not verbatim, but he was like, this should prove all these questions that are the Vikings a legit football team. Even if they lose this game, mm-hmm. this proves it right here because they have the heart and the resiliency that we were able to. Yeah. I mean, there was no way that we could have gave up multiple times. We could have gave up at 10 to 27, but this team believes, and cause this is the fifth quarterback or fifth Game-winning drive that uh, well, I mean, I guess the, does it count? Season? Does it count that it was a game-winning drive I believe. for Kirk, his fifth? Oh, yeah, I would count it. Let's yeah. go. So I mean, that's five game from behind wins uh, in the fourth quarter that we've done this year. Like mm-hmm. we refuse to lose. Yep. And that's yep. what it takes to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Why are we not being talked about? <laughs> I do. It's frustrating. It is. Well, I understand. This is but. even more frustrating. I made this comment before you got on the on the on the phone here. The Cowboys are favored. The, Vegas opened the lines as the Cowboys being a two point favorite. Now I know that's kind of like a 50-50 shot, but they're still favored when they just lost to Green Bay, and, and, and we're at home. Yeah, and I we know. just had this win. I don't understand. Which means, I mean, if that point favorite flat way, if this happened to be down in Dallas, they would essentially be like six to seven point favorites, no, right? No, it would still it would be like a three to four, maybe even a five, because the Bills opened up as a five and a half favorite against us. Mm. That went down to three and a half because there was there was the no indication was about Josh Allen. Allen playing or not. Then he played, so. Yeah, but like the way that the Cowboys played yesterday, they I think they opened up higher than that. I think the Bills because I can remember listening to Paul Allen and mm-hmm. they, he was talking about it, and it was like they were nine point favorites. Really? And then with Josh Allen, it, it dropped down. Dropped they down. skipped the five point and went right to a three point or whatever it was, you know, three mm-hmm. and a half or whatever point favorite thing. And and he was saying. There, he was thinking Josh Allen wasn't going to play because of that. Yeah, I thought he didn't practice all week. He didn't practice all week long. But then there was video of him on like Wednesday or Thursday that the media caught him on the field. He didn't have like he had an elbow brace on or something like, but it was like a skinny, yep. um, tight one or whatever. Yeah. So you couldn't really tell. But as, as soon as he saw the media, he ran off the field. So the Bills were trying to do some sketchy stuff or something. They're trying to hide something like. But I don't understand. Like we're gonna, you gotta we're, take every advantage for you us. Can. Yeah, but for us as a, you know, a team, we're gonna prepare like Josh Allen's playing. Even KOC was asked that in a pregame conference. He was like, uh, on during the week, it's like, well, what if Josh Allen doesn't play? And he's like, well, we're preparing like he is. That's yeah. and that's what you have to do. Yeah, that's what you have to do. One hundred percent. So I don't know, man. I just can't believe we won that game. It's there's so many videos of Vikings Dude. fans on TikTok, like because like before Matt got on the phone again because I was watching with my girlfriend. Yeah. She doesn't watch football. She's from Serbia. She doesn't even care, not one bit. And I'm just like all over the my living room. I'm pacing. I'm jumping off the couch and she's like freaking out. Yeah. She's like, "What is going on?" And then she like watched the last two minutes. She's just like, "This is insane." I'm like, yeah. "I know. <laughs> this is not. Yeah. This is yeah. not right." I mean, it, it went from. You know, us being so far down, we finally we claw our way back, and then we go for that fourth and goal thing, and it's like they got the ball. I remember thinking, 
Josh Allen, you can't kneel it down because you're backed up into the end zone. Get a safety. Yeah. This is if we get a safety and then somehow get ourselves down after the punt for a three point, we could tie it up here. Yep. I'm like, let's do this defense. And how in the absolute hell you take one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL yep. and the best O line? I mean, he's got so much time, and he can't even get the the snap. <laughs> Did you know that all the Josh times. Allen's leading the league in take uh, turnovers right now? Really? Well, yeah. now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so he, you know, three of them in this game were his fault. But so he, he drops a ball, and if you you slow down that play when they slow it down. How in the hell were the NFL gods were looking at us? Because they had 12 <laughs> men. Football they had 12 gods men on us. And all the things. Because that ball, it, whatever, there's a pile of dudes coming at it. There's people piling everywhere. Eric Kendricks falls down between some people, and he's like, oh, shit, look, it's a football. You know? <laughs> it just lands yeah. right on it. And he it. lays on it in the end zone, becomes a touchdown, some freaking how. He can't prove it ain't. You know, well, that's what I kept waiting for too. Is like, are these refs looking for something to say that it's not? Because yo, they were. I mean, the Kirk was the it was close, but I mean, yeah, he was short. First yeah. of all, I want to I do want to ask this. KOC is obviously a great coach. He's a great offensive minded coach. But if it's first and goal on the three yard line, why? I, everybody knows Dalvin Cook's getting that ball right there. Why don't we just end it real quick? Play action to the flat with TJ Hawkins. I guarantee he's wide open. Well, guarantee. But, so we. We've done that though, right? Remember, what was that? Yeah. La- was it last week? Or the week before, but with before Munt? TJ was on yeah, the game b- with Munt. Yep. yep, and we fake handed it, and then he he's wide open. He did that roll off. He kind of chipped and rolled off our tight end yep. did, and he just looped it over to him. So I'm saying that play call would have been money right there. Would have been money because the Buffalo was right on DC right away, and then we took the sack, and then yeah. Justin gets the touchdown that's called back. And yep. then fourth and goal, we give it to Kirk. I mean, I understand it, but come on. Yeah. I like, don't give think, it to CJ Ham there. I, I probably don't, be. I don't yeah, I think I would have let CJ Ham or Cook probably Ham or I would have done the exact same play that they just effed up and we got a penalty on before. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would the, the defense was offside. Here's the thing that confuses me and you guys will be able to clear this up. It's fourth and goal. The defense goes offsides. Shouldn't that have been a first down? No, because it's the reason why it's not is because it's um, there's no line to gain other than goal. Oh. So if it was a holding call or if it was a pass interference call, then it would be an automatic first down. But since it's a f- only an offside, which is only a f- it's half the distance to the goal, and then there's no line to gain, so yeah, it doesn't okay. go to first down. Okay. Well, so yeah, that's I was like, like going offsides down there isn't really that big of a deal. Yeah. You know? Well, and then they signed, they lined up offsides again, and they didn't call it. They, nope. There were so many missed calls. Like we yeah. had well, the twelve men on the field. That call. was it. The pat. There's yeah. too so many holding calls the- in the end zone on yeah. JJ and TJ Hawkson. It's like to yeah, speak- that one on TJ Hawkinson was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he's basically getting pulled down. Yeah. Know, so yeah, yeah. The the one that to speak for the refs or you know, it, like I could see the PIs being missed. Those yeah. are little, and depending on where they're standing and the angle, there's a lot going on. I get it. I could get the you know the the missed catch thing by Gabe Davis a little bit in the overtime. I get that, but I still don't think that should have been missed because that's coming from New York. That's not a ref on the field. You know what I mean? And then, but the 12 men. Yeah, that's like. You the 12 have, men. You cannot miss that call. Like, come on. And that would have been, been a first down. Midget football. Like, you know, those refs catch 12 men. on. Like, yeah. you know, you, come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Again, I feel like that should have also came from New York. Don't know the rules. That might not be no, a thing. No, they can't. That's, but it's like, it's still, come on. 
You know, like somebody, that's the kind of stuff where I wish camera, mothership is watching. Hey, they can you get 12 something. men on the field. That's you know, like a flag just drops from a drone or something. Will I don't they know. ever? I mean, I get it. Like we've talked about it in the past, live game action, it's hard. I mean, they have a yeah, tough job. They I have get a it. Gr- yep. tough job. That's but what I'm like just blatant yep. calls that are like should be made, especially in a high stakes game like that. You know, mm-hmm. refs should not have the power to dictate a game or not dictate a game. You know what I mean? Well, like, they should not have that power. Well, and here's the deal. So he, here's the reality of it, and I'm not speaking as a Vikings fan for this game, but what I'm saying is a, as a culture that they're trying to build in the NFL. They're building all these safety protocols, all these things, because they, you know, they want to build a better future. They don't want to hurt. They're worried about overtime. Well, yep. you just allowed this game to go into overtime because of two to three missed calls. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. That if you would have fixed one of them, the game would have been over and it never went into overtime. If we, let's say, nobody got injured, we go into overtime. Josh Allen gets rolled up on wrong. Uh, Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Something like that happens. Star players like Jefferson, Diggs, and Allen get hurt because of a missed call and we go into overtime. You know, I, yeah. that's their fault. Just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the kind yeah. of stuff they're trying themselves to stop. So I just want to point out we got been looking for this post and i finally found it okay so this is just some of the few things the adversity that we overcame yesterday oh yeah okay first of all we lost our star left tackle christian darisaw for concussion and bring in a backup that hasn't played all year and darisaw has been playing out of his mind yeah yeah so we we had to overcome that then we lost our cornerback who was filling in for cam yep akeem evans Evans, and andrew andrew booth came in and looked like bad he didn't. He, not he look didn't good. look horrible, but he's he's a rookie. Yeah. Right. So, like, they're like, here's. His... I love that Brandon doesn't well, think that he looks horrible. No, the Cam. Hey, look. Hey, look. Hey, hey. In Cam, hey, look. Cam has been at it for a few years. He's had a whole year in the NFL, and he still looked as good as Booth. All right. And it's like Booth. I, Booth I has never played in the NFL. Cam's first year. Yeah, he, he was just in the doghouse you know, the entire, the entire time. time. But anyways, so we lose Evans, yeah. and then uh, but Shelley made a play, a couple plays actually. Uh, who who? Because I think I think KOC bench booth. Like he didn't. He just took him out of the game, and then you bring I think in this he was Shelley still playing. No, towards the end, wasn't he? No, they put well, Shelley in. But anyways, no, uh, obviously, yeah, obviously road game in yeah. Buffalo, crazy atmosphere, one of the toughest plays. Well, yeah, to put play. him on digs too. It's like, eesh. yeah, eesh, that's yeah. almost as bad as like Cam. You're not that good. Go do D hop. <laughs> we'll see you. One of the last points on this post is Ed Ingram tripping Kirk Cousins twice because <laughs> that was a real thing. Yeah. You know, so and then it shows like the twelve men on the field. Then, uh, so the NFL came out and apologized for missing the Gabe Davis thing. They said yep. that that was wrong. Obviously, they lined up offsides on the uh, on the quarterback sneak, um, the holding call on T.J. Hawkinson that should have yep. been missed. So, and then also the holding call on Darisau, which he just pancaked the guy. It was a clear pancake, and they yep. called holding on that. Had to we had to punt. There was just so many things that we had to overcome. Yeah. The chances yeah, of that just winning terrible. that game. Because that was just a great play, too. That was, yeah. Yeah, it's just unreal. That's why I'm saying, like, are we a team of destiny? Like, I know we've been joking. It's like, who are we playing in the Super Bowl? And everybody's like, oh, the Vikings will choke again and blah, blah, blah. Which, you know, obviously okay. history's on your side. We get it. We understand. Yeah. All, just like a Cowboys fan I was talking to will... <laughs> yeah, the Vikings are going to choke, and I'm like, like the Packers, like they're doing to the Packers right now. And he's like, well, you know, Super Bowls. And I'm like, what, 30 years ago? Like, yeah. say, what are you holding on to that? Yeah, that's what's so weird how they say that too. They're like, uh, 
yeah, the Vikings are going to choke. Well, like you're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You did that 30 years ago. Let me see you now. Yeah, well, right. Yeah, we've got our faults. No problem. Yeah, but, but, but hey, guess what? It's 2022. Yeah, like so, why are you holding on to that? I don't uh, care. Okay? That's yeah, just one yeah, example. Yeah, did you see my joke on there? Yeah, you did. You said how many Cowboys fans does it take to t- a twist in a light bulb? The answer is none because they always talk about how bright it was. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's nice. That's funny. That's a good one. But, I mean, uh, let's be honest. Like, uh, I was the one that said, guys, we're building a dynasty here. Yeah. This is welcome to the first year of a dynasty. And even if we go and choke in the playoffs. But we're not going to. It doesn't. But I'm just saying, w- worst case scenario, right? It doesn't matter. We are at the beginning of a dynasty. The I, the team that was the same almost as it we're almost the exact same team last year, the year before, whatever. A lot, couple few key players, but just the coaching and the mentality of this team is in a totally different direction. It's special, man. It is special. I love it. I love the vibe. I love everything about it. And we've talked about it. Um, I mean, there's some things. There's still everybody's still high on the Eagles. They're looking at. They're already looking at the remaining schedule. The Eagles and talking about them going undefeated. And like Cowboys are the only game that they're underdogs in in Dallas or something like that. Um, obviously, America just loves Dallas. It's America's team. That's, That's what I'm talking about. Yep. But either way, so it's like, but we're eight and one. I mean, if you look at our schedule from here on out, like if we win and if we beat Dallas, there's yep. there's no reason why we can't go sixteen and one. You know, we play the no. Jets and the Pats again. That's going to be tough, but they're at home. Yeah. They're at home, and we can't, we don't lose at home yeah. for the most part. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't happen it, very often. I was getting nervous during this last game, though, because we were doing a lot of, a lot of dumb plays. Yeah. It feels like we, we always have that planned first drive. We execute well, mm-hmm. it works out. We go down, we score, which is cool. Um, and, and, and then we, it's like he he tries to change or don't change, or I don't know, I'm not that smart, I'm leaning on a water cooler. And all of a sudden, you know, we take about a quarter or two off. Yeah. And then it's like... It's happened a couple... Fourth quarter, we're like, oh, shit. Oh, we better kick it into high gear. And, and I don't know, and I don't know if it's KOC protecting, like, you know, because as soon as you go out and you play, make certain plays, and he's pretty smart, he's got some cool plays, so as soon as you put that shit on film, it's dead. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's not dead, dead, but it's kind of dead. So it's like, well, he maybe he doesn't want to show his whole hand. He doesn't want to show what he can do. Yeah. So it's like, let's go try to beat him generically, or let's beat you know, let's run these plays. I I don't I don't know what it is, but it ain't working. And then all of a sudden, we're like, it's time. Shoot, we gotta go. Yeah. You know, and and then it starts. Think, things fell in our favor. Yeah, we got lucky as hell. We should have had our ass handed to us. Even us battling back, we still, man, that that whole like you know fumble into a touchdown, some crap with yeah. thirty nine <laughs> seconds left on yeah. the clock. What yeah. the hell? I know, right? Well, and, stuff and like also that, so. the Bills have not lost since leading at halftime at fourteen by at least fourteen forty some years. Yeah, nineteen sixty eight. Yeah, I'm just saying, that. like everything was stacked against us, so it's like. We're just going to keep proving people wrong, I guess. But, you know, also what I really like about Kirk this year, too, he's like he's the leader of the team, and he's just taking it everything to heart, and he's leading this team. But at his post-game interview um, on the field, he kept saying, we just, we got to play better. This is I'm glad we won. But he like his emotion in his yeah. face was like, I am disappointed with how we yeah. played and how I played specifically yeah. because yeah. he didn't play his best game. No. But there was one throw in overtime uh, that just makes me know that Kirk – is not the guy that we talked about four years ago when we signed him, or five years ago when we signed him. Yeah, That throw when he got hit and he just chunked it and looked away, and it was just boom, right on a dime on the yep. right on the sidelines of Justin Jefferson, and he makes that play. Yeah. That throw is unreal. 
Yeah. Because he's on the far hash and throws it, t- what was it, 10, 15 yeah. yards? Yeah. All the way across the field on Which a is dime. Like double yards. And like yeah. closes his eyes as he does it because he's getting smacked <laughs> in the face. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is Captain Kirk right now. Yeah. And we have to give him credit. Well, so you talk about that throw. And then you go play or two later, and he drops one, somehow splits two defenders, and Jefferson catches it on the whatever, the one or the two. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's like, how? Yep. You just put that where in, in a place where it's like either A, it's going to get knocked out, or Jefferson's going to catch it. The chemistry but, between those two is oh. unreal. The fourth and 18? <laughs> fourth yeah. and 18? Um, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so excited. I just, when I, that was one of the plays because when I first, sorry, I didn't mean to spit at you there, Brandon. That's okay. I'm just you so excited. Me. But like that, I was like, okay, this is the game, fourth and 18. Like, how do we even get this? Obviously, we're going to Justin. You have to just throw it up. But when he caught that ball, I thought it was intercepted. I'm like, well, that's a cool way to end, end the game. But then I'm like, wait, did he catch that? Yeah, I just yeah. looked at it and I'm like, I don't even know what's happening right now. <laughs> and then Especially he stood up with the ball coming off of uh, what uh, you know uh, Diggs did. That yeah. was an amazing catch as well. Yeah, and then he just one upped him. And that and... was on it. They completed that drive that you're talking about with Stephon Diggs with his one hand. They completed two third and fifteen, third and sixteen plays. Yeah. I'm like we get, yeah. we do so much work to get them in a third and long, and then Josh Allen does Josh Allen things. But you look at those plays, you look back at those plays, and correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, but eighty percent of the quarterbacks, ninety percent of the quarterbacks in the NFL would have been sacked. Yep. And yeah. Josh Allen, yeah. I mean, yeah, he just he's just unreal. He's like a big semi truck as a quarterback position. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's basically what's his uh, Roethlisberger. Yeah, yeah, like a but, more athletic. But, but Roethlisberger could never run <laughs> like like Josh Allen can. Well, in the beginning, he could. Yeah, the not, per, a not perfect at the end. a perfect yeah. synopsis of how big he is. And I'm not saying Eric Kendricks is big. He's not, but he's bigger than us. <laughs> yeah, and and Josh Allen bowled him over. <laughs> yeah, and carried him for yeah. seven. And yards. Carried him for seven yards, and he's our leading tackler in in, in Viking history. I believe. Yeah, yeah like, right. Fact checking, Matt. I don't know. If and it's like, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, is he? Like, he's the and most so underrated like, linebacker. Too. Yeah, and so he gets. That's Josh Allen. Yeah, you know what I mean. Took our leading tackler in franchise history for seven yards. <laughs> seven, seven, <laughs> not two. He's a big dude. He's Three. a linebacker, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's that just, can sling awkward. a ball. I just uh, when I when I build my guy on Madden back when he used to be able to do that. And I don't know if he can still. <laughs> he still can. He looks a lot like Josh Allen. <laughs> you know, he's like I make him as tall and as fat as you can, and you always add the muscles, make him look really cool, and then <laughs> I just go f stuff up. You know. <laughs> I love you still it. lose. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't know, dude. But it's just what an amazing game. We won. That's right. the craziest thing is it's like I had my doubts on this team going into this game. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, this game isn't for us, and it's okay. I'm okay with it yeah. because Bills are kind of like my second favorite team because I love Josh Allen, Diggs, all that stuff. And we go into this game, and we battle and somehow come out on top. I'm like. God damn, we might be right. We might be right with what we've been talking about. Like, are shit. we a team of destiny? Well, and like everything that was leading up to that too. I was like, even when Josh had the ball, when we when they held us to a third field goal in overtime, yeah, I was like, there's no way all these things happening, or we're gonna lose this game. There's no way. Yep. No way, because I I was just sitting there, just closing my eyes and watching, and like pray, and like not praying, but I'm just like what. And then that interception happened. I was like, yeah, there's no way for all these things to fall in our way, the way that that game was played for us to lose. If we would have lost, it would have been even more heartbreaking. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. But ah, just it was an amazing game. 
and I'm excited for what we're going to do for the rest of the year. Again, we still have not played our best football. Dude, it's it's so hard to say, too. Like, Obviously, the Justin Jefferson catch is going to go down as probably the best play of the game, and, and it is. One but of the best plays in NFL history. But there's, there's keys that happened before that that allowed that to happen. Um, K.J. Osborne, fourth and one. Yep. They handed off to him end around. He fought. He fought for he that. He fought for yeah, three that, defenders. Yeah, that's, that's a big one. Yeah. That's huge. We never Jeff Jefferson would have never got that catch. The fourth and two had it not with been TJ Hawkinson play. catching that ball too, yep. right with with a dude jerked yep. all over him. I yeah. mean, those are plays that people Cook, aren't going to talk about. In the NFL, you don't see too many eighty one yard runs anymore. No. And 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 you just did. And, you just and just it, did. against the Buffalo Bills especially. Yep. You know, you might yeah, see Dalvin it against Cook a sketchy like defense. He's back. Oh, that that literally changed the whole momentum of the game. That that was the start of our. I seen a thing. Don't know if it's true, but they were like he reached twenty one point seven miles per hour dusting people. Yeah, he looked like his old self, like yeah. twenty fifteen. You know, and so. I was. Ju- it's weird because I was just thinking about how he kind of looked slow. There was a play earlier in the game where he was on the on the outs. Uh, uh, Cousins threw a pass to him, and it was like him and one defender. And I'm like, oh. Shit, he's gone. Yeah. But the defender actually caught him where I felt like, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe the defender's just that fast, and I felt like he was slow. Yeah. Like in the past, he would have round went to the outside and I actually gone. thought about got the caught. same thing there in that play. Like, it just kind of like, oh, shit, Cook is gone. Oh, he got caught. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, maybe he's losing a little speed here. Uh, I mean, the nope. Bills have a good defense. They, they have sure the number do. one defense in the league. So, I yep. mean, that's... And they and they yeah. were. Uh, that's another thing too. Is that yeah? They're not. They're not even talking about us. They're talking about how the Bills lost that game instead of how we won that game. Which yeah. you know that argument could be made. But they were rolling corners out from the bus. You know they like yeah. they they they're pretty banged up in the secondary. And yeah. those guys were still playing pretty well. You know like yeah. there was yeah. they were on it. Like they were there was. Hardly any other time when there was somebody was like wide, wide open. There was a guy there the entire time, you know, mm-hmm. even with obviously with Justin's catch and the one yeah. that he, you know, landed right at the end zone, all those things. So, I mean, yeah. they, they well, you played know, it's well. easy to be right on somebody when you're just holding them the entire time. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, that's true. true. That is true. <laughs> and I will say this I mean, we've complained about the refs in this call, and, and every week we do, but I will say this they were halfway consistent about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they were letting both, them play. Both teams, yeah, they, were they didn't them call play. it on either side. Yeah, so they I were letting really them play, mind. so it's like whatever. But I still think both ways, not just our team, I think they either need to call the shit or not call it. Yep. That's just it. That's where it's at for me. Call it or don't. Yeah, more, like if it happens at towards the end of the game and it's questionable, don't make the call. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just don't make the call. Yep, and, I'm, and I mean it on every game. Not yep. just ours, not just exactly, but it's like either don't this roughing crew allows this. No more consistency. It's got to, you know, from week to week, it's a whole other element in the game that I guess maybe makes it fun. But to yeah, be honest with you, like, kind of frustrates you. Makes it entertaining, yeah. Yeah, that, I mean that Gabe Davis one though. That is like blatantly, yeah, like ridiculous. Like you gotta look that up. Like mm-hmm. it's such a game changing catch. Yeah, it is. So, and they just yeah. rush to the line, but no, that should have stopped. They should have stopped. How that many play. times do you ever hear after like they miss a call, people coming out and saying like, "Yeah, we're sorry." I don't think I've ever heard the NFL say they're They've sorry. They've done about it, a uh, but call. it's happening more and more. Stop saying sorry. Us. They've done it to us two or three weeks in a row now. Yeah, <laughs> because I'm serious. What was it? Uh, a couple weeks? Or was the block. it the Cardinals? Yeah. Or something like that. They did. Oh something. yeah, with the ref. Yeah, yeah. The ref thing, and then they said, "Really, yeah, that's sorry." It's yeah. like they're starting to call KOC so much. They're like, "I got his number. <laughs> I got him on speed dial. I'm gonna say I'll sorry." I'll just call him. I 
can I copy but, and like, paste the same text? Say sorry. I mean, like, look, remember <laughs> what was it the Saints game with that ridiculous like pass interference or whatever that happened? Yeah, in the playoffs. Yeah, you know? well, uh, against Kyle Rudolph or, or no, no, no. This was no. like back in the day when the Saints, you know, like oh man, he like, got hit like it's the year before two before the ball oh, got there. Yeah, yeah, and they missed it, and it's the year that they decided the next following year that pass interference would be reviewed That's right and then that year didn't go well at all so no. they abolished no. that rule yeah <laughs> so yeah well that was a ridiculous rule i yeah. remember that that was a ridiculous yeah. rule but you know we won the game we're eight and one we did her boys uh did. we did and justin jefferson is the greatest the best wide receiver in the league he's, i don't care what anybody he's does. the greatest of all here's he, what they've been disputing the whole time i've heard uh, good morning football a little bit but i've i've w- was watching online stuff and tweeters and uh, is there saying, what's the greatest catch of all time? Odell's, yep. or was it this one for Justin Jefferson? Things that come into play. Uh, the Odell play was the beginning of the game. They ended up losing the game. Yeah, they, he did and score. It, it was a score, sure, sure. Yep. It, the game was like seven. It made it seven to three. It was early in the game. Giants end up losing, but now. You, you you take that he did have a there was also a pass interference call on it that guy draped him and that's why yeah. he ended up having to reach over his back and catch it. Yeah, that's physically Odell. is probably the best catch ever. That's Otel. Yeah. Then you take it to this one, right? <sighs> Justin Jefferson reached up single handedly, brought that ball down with that defender and said, "No, this is mine, bro." <laughs> fourth and eighteen. You know, fourth and eighteen. Game on the line. He misses that. Game's over. Game's over. Game yep. is over. Yep. They've got pull on, they got half the field to kneel it down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we, we don't we don't go to the end zone there. We don't nothing. And uh yeah. Um, not to bring it down to a negative point, but something that we should talk about because it's something we're gonna have to worry about. But uh Greg Joseph missed another point after touchdown. But Yeah, they gotta start looking. But they do. He like, he, he kicked the game winning field goal. So it's like <laughs> But at the same time, you got to make those p- p- pats, dude. You got to so make those. Weird. Well, I mean, that extra point that actually ended up hurting us so yep. bad because we would have been up. Yeah, one, we. W- but by, yep, it would have been a four-point yep. game. Yep. Instead of them being able to tie it with a kick. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's it's a yeah. thing. That's what makes the NFL so fun. But but I I, I like I, I agree. We probably should sneaky look at a kicker. But at the same Where token, are you find one? they have so much faith in him that they're like. Um, we keep believing, or, or I should I should say this. Maybe not the faith in him, but it's the mentality of the team that hey, it's okay to go out and fail. You're not going to be perfect. We expect you to do the best you can. You're going to miss some shit, and it's okay when you come back to the sideline. Yeah, you're you're not. We're like in the past last year. If you missed one freaking kick, <laughs> one out of twenty, I can't. You're walking home, motherfucker. Yeah, you know what I mean? You're like, not getting on the plane. You're not getting on the plane. <laughs> you got to walk home from Buffalo. Yeah, you know. And so yeah. it's like that's that's the difference, and that's why it's the beginning of a dynasty. This is the the beginning of it because. The mentality. I it's hope okay so. to go try. Go out there and let's hope it works. If it fails, it fails. Yep. But why is our, our team just stuck with the Buffalo Bills? We could stick with the Dolphins. We beat their third string quarterback, whatever. But, <laughs> but honestly, but we stuck with them. You know what I mean? The only team we've looked super bad at, bad at was, was the, the Eagles. Eagles. And that was the second, second game of the game. year. Second yeah, game I would like year. to run that game back now. I like, bet you we will. The team's way different. Uh, it probably so. will happen. I, bet we I will. just hope that the Eagles lose two games and we go the rest of the year and only lose that one, and then that way we're the, <laughs> yeah. that way we're the one even seed. If, even <laughs> if, though, even if we're one and two, we don't play each other. 
No, what I'm saying is, is that like we play because I'd rather be the one seed and play them in oh, yeah. Minnesota versus in Philadelphia. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it would be nice to go to Philadelphia and you know pull out what? a win. That'd be, yeah. that'd be great. But I, I hope I really hope it's something like that. I mean, I don't want to count the chickens before the hatch. Or, you know, we're all we're still Vikings fans. We joke? still we still have a history of choking and losing. You yeah. know, the, when we're not supposed to. So that still could happen. <laughs> did you but, just say choking and chicken in the same? Anyway, yes, sorry. I did. So here's the thing: is like I I do hope so. Not only for us yeah. as Vikings fans, but for the fans yeah. like Mark Houston that a doesn't yeah. believe and b. You know, he's been a fan for 75 years, and he's only 40. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and listen to the bet about the Dakota Steakhouse, but did you like how I sent him yeah. the menu? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pessimistic Mark Houston got a Dakota Steakhouse menu because he made a bet that if we – what was I it? I think remember it was something this, about making the playoffs or something like game that. two of the playoffs. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did text us and said, he's like, I'm eating some words right now. Yeah, yeah. But then, of course, you know, when I come back, I, all I say to him is eight and one. He's like, well, we should have lost, especially with how Kirk Cousins played. And I'm like, dude, come on, man. <laughs> well, you know what's weird about that, too, and is like last year when we were losing our butts, and it was like, well, your record is always correct. Your record is who you are. If you are six and seven or six and six, whatever, five and three, yep. it doesn't matter. That That's your record, and that's who you are. Yep. So we're eight and one. We're eight and one. And who are we playing in the Super Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> it ain't the Raiders. <laughs> it ain't the Raiders. <laughs> Their quarterback was crying. I bet Josh, oh, Mc, Josh yeah. McDaniels. Was, Josh McDaniels will probably be fired after next week. Isn't this his third stint as a head coach? No, it's his second. Second. Remember, he was gonna go to the Colts, and then oh, yeah. he backed out at oh, the last yep. minute. Yep. Okay. So obviously, <laughs> yeah. now if he does get fired, is he gonna go back with old Bill Belichick? His daddy? Oh, of course. Yeah. You know Why that's gonna he? happen. Doors but, always know. open. What about what about do you guys got an opinion on that uh Saturday dude becoming the head coach of the Colts? Jeff Saturday, so here's my opinion they about won. it. Is it's interesting because they actually have head coaches on that staff yeah. Yeah. that have been head coach. John Fox is a Super Bowl coach. He didn't win, but he is a Super Bowl coach. Yeah. Oh wait, did he win a Super Bowl with Denver? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Peyton Manning. Okay, yeah. So he won a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning in Denver. He took Carolina when they were an expansion team almost, I think, with yeah. uh Jake what's his name? Do you remember Jake uh Jake DeLome. Jake DeLome, yeah. Wow. They lost that game to the Patriots. But um, you know, John Fox is he's a good coach. Yeah. You know, and they also have I think Gus Bradley is his name. Mm-hmm. So Gus on Bradley, the staff, yeah. yeah. And so like <laughs> Uh, you know that's cool. I mean, but Jeff Saturday has a long history with the Colts. He yeah. obviously won a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning. He was on the offensive line. He played with Aaron Rodgers on the offensive line. He and he's been an ESPN analyst, so that makes him totally qualified to be a head coach. But he's never been a head coach before in his life, and he goes and he goes in to Las Vegas and wins. Or was it was it in Indianapolis? No, it was Las Vegas. Yeah, I so don't know. It was Las they Vegas, won. Yeah. And the whole reason yeah. why the Colts have been shitty this year is because their offensive line has been terrible. The worst yeah. and like they are hands down the highest paid offensive line in football. And Yeah, they, they should be number one. Yeah, and That's they sure. they were yeah. tough. So Jeff Saturday, an offensive lineman, his a Hall of Fame offensive lineman, yeah. goes in there and <laughs> I don't know what he did, but they won the game. Yeah, you know, I, I think he's the he's the culture guy, right? Like he's coming in there because everybody loves him in Indianapolis. They all love, you know, like Jim Irsay loves him, all of that type of stuff. I really think it's kind of a ridiculous hire, in my opinion. But well, he's only <laughs> but, hey, interim. 
Well, he's only interim, but what? And the Colts are still what? They're not mathematically eliminated. They're not like mm-hmm. they no. could they could still possibly make a playoff run. Do you think this is kind of a uh, a, a, a uh, okay? I'm, I got. Let me explain this. Okay. okay. So, right. do you think this is kind of a, a as an ownership? They're like, look, we're not doing too good. We need an interim head coach. We could have one of these guys do it, and they're probably going to be the coach of the future. Cool. Let's try something off the wall. Let's try something weird and see what happens. Yeah. Let's see yeah. if the Saturday guy grabs a little lightning in the bottle and takes us somewhere this year. Maybe we have something because it's not like the other coaches, you know, don't have an opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're they, hey man, no, it's like this, it's like that. And Saturday's like you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's probably. And so it kind of yeah. depends on how that whole team, that whole room works together. Mm-hmm. But maybe. As players to coaches, maybe having an ex-player in there as head coach, it will help as a team the cohesiveness. So maybe that's what the player or the owner's yeah, going I, for. I, I think yeah. that's what they were trying. It's weird. I mean, and what they are trying. They're just well, I mean, it, trying. It, it, it's a culture thing. Yeah, it's and culture if, like bringing more fun to the game. And right? if they would have kept so. doing the same thing, you know, they would have. Their mm. season was pretty much over. So you got to make a got to make a move. Try it. Yeah, frick it. Try it. You out. know what I mean? It's like see hey, what if you look at it as an owner, you're like, okay, we probably aren't going to make it anyways. Yep. Well, let's see what happens. You know. So uh, we're recording this on Monday night, the day after our huge historic win. Um, yeah. Tonight is the Commanders and Eagles. Uh, I think the Commanders could possibly beat Philadelphia because everybody's talking about. Philadelphia, Philadelphia, and the and the Commanders aren't bad. They almost beat us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so the, the Commanders' D line is not kidding around. No, they are for well, real. It's it's also a divisional game. Those are always usually tougher. Yep. Yeah. So it's very possible that the Commanders can win. But like we said, we're going to do two episodes this week because next episode we're going to talk about Dallas and that game, and we're going to bring in um, maybe a couple of Cowboys fans for sure, D Ray, and I want to see if. I can get John on because he's he's an absolute Vikings hater and and he's a oh, yeah. diehard yeah. Cowboys fan. Yeah. So it'd just be funny to get his his uh, his nonsense on the podcast. Chase Young. Oops, sorry, my bad. Hold on, <laughs> just shut your front door. My bad. Uh, Chase Young. I was wondering if he was going to play tonight, but he's still on the IR yep. with his knee. But yep. I don't think he plays for the rest of the year. Probably. Not. I yeah. I don't know. That sucks, don't it? Yeah. Because that's going to make those guys even better. I'm glad we're done playing them, so I could really care right less. But so it'll be interesting to see them. if the Eagles, because if you do look at their schedule, it's pretty easy, man. They have a really yeah. easy schedule. Yeah. So I mean, they they could go undefeated, but you they know, could. I I as a yeah, you probably want to make history, but. Patriots did it and like lost in the Super Bowl. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'd rather lose a game or two and learn from it in the regular season and then be at our best in the playoffs. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's what we need to be doing. Here's what here's what it says here. You know, in the NFL they always have that offense is rated, defense is rated kind of thing. The offense for the Commanders is rated 27th. The Eagles is the 20th. Um, defense. Wait, what? That's what it says. The Eagles are the 20th ranked offense? That's what it says. No man. way. I'm just going off what it says here. The defense, it says commanders are 10th and the Eagles are first. Passing 20th for the commanders, 21st for the Eagles. Yeah, that makes sense. Rushing 24th for the commanders and, and obviously 12th for the 12th? 12th really? for, the, for the Eagles. Yep. Wow, so their mm-hmm. offense isn't hitting on all cylinders like I thought they were. I There's thought- an 83% chance the Eagles win and a 17% chance the Commanders win, but there was also a 1% chance at one point we wouldn't have won on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, so anyways, we we got a lot to look forward to um, next week. Obviously, Dallas comes to town. We get the next 
what four games at home. Yeah, next four true. games at home. Yep, we have them at home. And uh, Cowboys, Patriots, Jets, and Colts. And uh, no, no, it's not. The we Colts. go to the Lions and then the Colts. Oh, okay, cool. cool. But honestly, you look at our schedule too, and I wanted to bring this up earlier. Our schedules we've we've moved around a lot. We've had London. We've gone from U.S. Bank Stadium to you know to London back to U.S. Bank Stadium to the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. Not not short travels to to back to the U.S. Bank Stadium, then FedEx Field for the Washington game, and then then we went to Highmark Stadium for the Bills. Now we finally have a home stay. Everybody gets to go home after the game and practices. There's no travel day. There's no nothing. I think this is where our glue starts really sticking pieces together, where we're missing a lot of that middle of the game, the the drives. This is where I think the cohesiveness of the team really starts showing. Yeah, where we, like we said, you know, we have not yet played our best football yet. No, I guess you could this. probably say the first game of the year when we destroyed the Packers. You yeah, know, it's but, so hard to tell, right? Because did the Packers suck that bad? Oh yeah, and now they, you know, they beat the Cowboys, who have a great yeah. defense. So it's like, you know, the football is crazy, it's as weird. we all know. But any given Sunday, any given Sunday, exactly. So I do think that our next, our best football is coming, and it probably be against Dallas. Let's go. So yeah, let's go. What, the one thing you really want it to do is just keep the momentum going because yep. you don't want to lose momentum before you go into the playoffs. Right? No, yeah, so, exactly. So you want to keep that momentum going, and I think that they will. I, this team is fun. It's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It's fun to see after the games. You know, we had Patrick oh. Peterson wearing the chains this time. I was yeah. just going to say and that, yeah. yeah. Well, in the, the – do you guys get emotional listening to the after game speeches? He's handing out coaches, handing out balls. Yeah, okay. I mean, now I'm not like balling like a baby, yeah. but it's like, yes. Yeah, I know. It's like I got I got emotional after the Washington game. I gave or gave me goosebumps after the Washington game watching KOC giving that post game speech to his players, handing out game balls. Same thing yesterday. He's just like, he knows that this team is special. Yeah, and, we got some. and he's just like, it's it's just unreal. He's like, I can't even process what just happened at like the yeah. post game interview. Yeah, uh, let me give me a few days, but uh, yeah, sick. <laughs> Congratulations! It's an amazing win for us. Uh, this was an yeah. exciting episode. I mean, let's just keep the foot on the damn pedal. Let's go into let's let's take Dallas home and whoop them up and uh, be nine and one. Be nine yeah, one. I'm gonna have to say that we're gonna win by two touchdowns again. Every <laughs> time I say that, we don't ever do it, but at least we win. Okay, right? yeah. so it'd be well, a nice buffer. What's your final score then, Matt? And that's what we'll close out with. Um, I'm gonna go 28 to 12. Wow! Nice. You yeah. think okay? Because obviously Dallas they run the football pretty well with yeah. Tony Pollard and I don't know if Zeke played at all yesterday, but yeah. either way he didn't get any fantasy points. I would rather Zeke play than Tony Pollard. Yeah, Tony Pollard's know. obviously good. Dak I yeah. think is middle of the road quarterback. He wins games, but he's just not that good as a full quarterback. I just don't mm-hmm. think he's that great. But C.D. Lamb's going to be a problem for us, I think. Um, you know, but you know we stopped Stephon Diggs, even though he's still mm-hmm. D. Hop. Obviously, 160 yards, touchdown. So, yeah. CD will probably have a big game. Bend, don't break, resilient. But I think, I mean, 12 points. <laughs> uh, all right, that's cool. We're, we're, Defense playing great, man. I uh, know, but we're I mean, still allowing points, you know. <laughs> but that's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Yeah, well, you're allowing points to the Buffalo Bills, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. and in Buffalo, this is at home. Yeah, true. You know, true. They're coming off an emotional win. Yep. That's a good point. They are coming off an emotional win that I think can I mean, carry that in. stadium's going to be rocking. Yeah, too. yeah, it is. Aren't you? Know? you? Are you going to that game? 
I was going to, but no. I think not John now, is. So. John and his buddy, yeah. Cody. So, all right, cool. Well, uh, my, my score prediction is similar to Matt's, but I think it'll be closer. But I still think, I mean, like 28-17, us. Okay. You know, maybe we'll get into the 30s. It's going to be hard to say. You know what I mean? Uh, the offense, or the offense is going to outdo their defenses because our de- <laughs> both our defenses are really good. Yeah, yeah. Ours are starting to come along. Ours are definitely starting to come along. Um, hope. Uh, I don't think we're injured. I think our concussion people will come back. Darius House should be back. You would think uh, Caleb yeah. Evans should be back. Um, you know, we've, again, been staying healthy all year, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook has played every game. I don't want to jinx him, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I think we win another close one, but it'll be 32-28. Whoa. Nice. And we'll win at the end of the fourth quarter like we've been doing all year. Speaking of concussion <laughs> stuff, I forgot to mention this. That's just totally too late. easy to pick. Because you know that's going <laughs> to yeah. be what it's going to be. Well, they haven't happen. proven to me that. I mean, I do. I hope they actually, this is the game that they put it all together. Because I feel, I'm afraid for all the other teams once we put it together. Because yeah. we have yet to play our best football. The Eagles are playing their best football. We They haven't even seen that from us. And mm-hmm. we're 8-1. and one. Mm-hmm. 8-1. and one. Yeah. What, What's going to happen? I forgot to mention one thing. And this is totally sidetracking the end of this. T.J. Hawkinson, another missed call by the refs, yep. right? He catches a pass. He goes to turn to run. He's got maybe a guy or two on his legs. He's going down. Dude comes and blows him up. Ends oh, up being yeah. like helmet to helmet. Helmet to helmet. And nothing. Yep. No nope. just like no play. nothing. But then the ass, no. it's a but, defenseless receiver for one, two, helmet to helmet. And then the refs call a medical timeout and take him off the field afterwards. Yeah. So they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, the refing in this game was awful. A play yeah. later, too. We yeah. went and ran another play. Yeah. And then they took him off. Yep. And then he came back. But I'm just like. What I think that move right there, that TJ Hawkinson move, that, and we talked about it when we traded for him, I think it's going to be, be huge. It's going to be huge for bigly. us in a lot of ways. So. Very well, bigly. it's it's also opening up so much for Justin Jefferson. You can already tell. Like, yep. Justin Jefferson's usually singled up on the outside. Um, not on that amazing catch, but. Like Justin Jefferson, like you cannot single cover that guy, no. but you can't also single coverage uh, DJ Hawkinson. You can't so, single coverage Adam Thielen. You can't single cover KJ Osborne either. Yeah, it's pick, like we pick a battle. Pick a battle. Yeah. What do you want? What do you want? Because we're coming at you, and then you got to worry about DC too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the only the only thing with KJ is is he doesn't run smooth routes. Yeah, like at all. Like that first interception, um, I forgot about this, but like I watched that, like that route. He just he rounds it off every time. I was talking to my dad about this too. Like it's just not it's not like you know not crisp or yeah. like where it's just sharp and yeah. you turn. It like it rounds out, and I don't under I don't think that that was Kirk Cousins' fault. I just think he expected him to be in a place that he wasn't, and mm-hmm. it was because of the route running. But yeah. Yep. But we'll see. Just, just run a nine, dude. <laughs> the, other, the other thing, too. The other thing, too. Did you guys watch the the game over in Germany? Yeah. Did you yeah. guys? Did you guys see that play? Play where Tom Brady went out to catch a pass <laughs> from Leonard Ford. Yeah. And freaking fell on his face. <laughs> How freaking embarrassing is that? You know what's crazy is that the Bucks oh could win the AFC or the NFC South at eight and nine. Yeah. And nobody wants to play Tom Brady in no. the in the playoffs, man. They're I don't like want to play. Yeah, I don't want that. Helmet catch is coming. Yeah, because then he's going to have to play. Because if you look at the NFC, what Daniel Jones? Okay, cool. You have to play him, and then you know yeah. people can make an argument for Kirk Cousins. Like, yeah. they're not great quarterbacks. He's going to go up against eight and nine, and he can make a Super Bowl run. I'm going to puke. I will puke. I will yeah. throw up. 
They, like, they want him to go out on a horse. No, no, no. no. <laughs> They're like, be... oh, we feel bad for Tommy Boy because, you know, he's getting a divorce. He lost a ring. And did you see Giselle is already going on vacation with some doctor guy or something? Huh? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, whatever, dude. We're going to leave you. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> but anyways, eight and one. Eight and one. We're going to have eight a one. Cowboys episode coming up a little bit later on this week, so tune in for that because I can't wait to see what the Cowboys – I mean, because D-Ray is actually a, like a realistic Cowboys fan. Yeah. That's why I want to get John in too because see what his, kind of excuses that he yeah. has. But, but um, he's mad. D-Ray's mad. You don't, you don't lose to the Packers on a five-game winning streak when you're the number one defense at yeah. the time. Yeah. The hell? Aaron Rodgers. He wants work. Sean Payton. That's who he wants. Anyways, we'll talk about that later on. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of Vikings Wired Cool to Talk yes. with Stitch and BJ and now Matt on a mic hey Or what do you call yep. him? Yeah, that's it. Matthew, <laughs> Matt on a mic hey <laughs> All right, ladies and Mike gentlemen. McConaughey. McConaughey. Uh-huh. <laughs> Score! Score! Hey. Vikings, let's win this game. Score! Vikings, honor your name. Go get that first down, then get a touchdown. Rock em, suck em, fight, 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 fight. Go Vikings, run up the score. You'll hear us yell for more. Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ is hosted by Mitchell Stafford, a.k.a. Stitch, and Brandon Jones, a.k.a. BJ. Produced by Mark Houston, engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio or audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you like what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. This was a Home Slice Podcast Network production.